Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the pages of The Audacity of Hope, a book that not only offers an insightful exploration into American politics, but also shines a light on the core values and vision of one of its most inspiring contemporary figures, Barack Obama. Rooted in the electrifying keynote speech delivered by Obama at the 2004 Democratic National Convention, the book captures the ideas and beliefs that would later form the cornerstone of his historic 2008 presidential campaign. The audacity of hope is a testament to Obama's unyielding faith in the power of democracy and his commitment to a more inclusive, generous America. As we unpack this book, we explore its exploration of topics ranging from the complexities of the economy, global challenges, and the intricacies of international relations, to the balance of family life and the importance of grassroots activism in shaping public policy. Authored by Barack Hussein Obama II, the 44th President of the United States, the book carries the authority and perspective of a leader who has served his nation as a community organizer, a civil rights attorney, an esteemed professor of constitutional law at the University of Chicago, and a senator in both the Illinois State and the U.S. Senate. In 2009, he was acknowledged worldwide with the Nobel Peace Prize for his vigorous efforts to fortify international diplomacy and foster cooperation between peoples. This episode is tailored for those with a keen interest in the mechanics of American governance, admirers of political memoirs, and readers who seek to understand the man behind a presidency that stands as a symbol of progress and hope. Whether you are drawn to the realm of politics, international affairs, or the personal philosophies that shape leaders. The Audacity of Hope offers a compelling narrative that resonates with a wide audience eager to comprehend the principles that guided the first African-American president of the United States through his groundbreaking journey. Join us as we uncover the hope and determination that fueled an extraordinary chapter in American history. The Audacity of Hope, Thoughts on Reclaiming the American Dream Introduction, Uncovering the Enduring Legacy of America's Founding Principles Imagine a time when the notion of democracy was a daring experiment, a flicker of hope in a world accustomed to monarchs and empires. This is the stage upon which the United States Founding Fathers crafted two defining documents, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. In these texts, they outlined a vision where freedom wasn't just an aspiration, but a birthright. The pulse of this vision beats with the conviction that every individual, regardless of background or belief, inherits a set of inalienable rights. These rights encompass the freedom to pursue life's opportunities on an equal playing field, an ideal deeply embedded in the American psyche. Yet, the architects of American democracy were acutely aware that liberty was a delicate balance. They questioned how to foster a true democracy in a vast nation, how to nurture freedom without succumbing to chaos. Their response was clear. Society must cherish not only individual liberties, but also the collective values, family ties, religious faith, a sense of national pride that bind its people together. With astute judgment, they prescribed a diffusion of power, a country where no single ruler 
could grasp the reins of destiny. The echoes of this judgment resound to this day, as Americans collectively eschew the concentration of authority that might otherwise jeopardize their democratic journey. Fast forward to the present, and these foundational beliefs continue to forge the American conscience. The strands of individual freedom, offering unfettered opportunities across the spectrum of race, religion, and socioeconomic status, intertwine with the communal ethics that staple Americans together, maintaining the heartbeat of their democracy. It is within this dynamic interplay of personal and collective values where the spirit of the Founding Fathers endures. Perhaps it is their omnipresence, this intrinsic thread through American life, that leads to an oversight of their profound significance. Nonetheless, these values, often taken for granted, are the keys that unlock the audacity of hope for every American citizen. Part 1. Navigating the Empathy Deficit in Contemporary America In the tapestry of American society, a thread has begun to fray. It is the thread of empathy, the capacity to walk in another's shoes, to understand and share their feelings. Politically, this unraveling is exemplified by the rhetoric of the Republican Party, which brandishes the banner of an ownership society, implicitly sending a solitary message, you're on your own. This ownership society approach fosters a culture where commonality and shared responsibility are overshadowed by the stark emphasis on personal gain and isolated success. It speaks to a broader trend of disconnect spreading throughout the nation, a turning away from the essential human act of recognizing and responding to one another's needs. Instead of binding the nation, this ideology widens the gap, honing in on differences that become grounds for division and discord. Tragically, this empathy shortfall hits hardest at the most vulnerable layers of the population. If empathy were more prevalent, would the dire state of urban education still persist if more people pondered the prospect of their own children in those despairing classrooms? Would the gap between the wages of executives and the welfare of their employees be so stark if CEOs truly regarded their workers as equals, worthy of consideration? Empathy, or the stark lack thereof, acts as a silent player on the political stage as well. The battleground of ideologies, the relentless tug-of-war over policies, might be tempered if there was a collective will to acknowledge that beneath the surface of opposition there may lie a kernel of truth. Imagine if the reflex to consider things from another's perspective became instinctive, a shared national impulse. The ramifications for American democracy would be profound. This call to fostering a deeper empathy should resonate at every level, challenging not just the political elite but every citizen, every business leader, every neighbor. By asking the simple yet pivotal question, how would this make you feel? The foundation for a more compassionate and ultimately more cohesive society may slowly be restored. Part 2. The Currency of Politics, Money, Interest Groups, and Media Sway. In the high-stakes game of American politics, the fuel that powers the campaign engine is unequivocally money. The unwritten rule is clear. No cash, no candidacy. To survive this costly venture, a politician must be wealthy in their right or adept at courting those who are. 
the quest for financial backing nudges politicians into the orbits of the affluent, oftentimes limiting their social sphere to those who share their fiscal prosperity. As these elected officials master the art of the fundraising waltz, there's an undeniable metamorphosis. They gravitate towards the perspectives and issues that resonate with their donors, the top 1%. Time spent in the company of wealth shapes their worldview. As they fly across America, mingling in elite circles, the ground realities of the average citizen become a distant blur. Meanwhile, the tug of war for political power is underscored by the pull of interest groups with deep pockets and definitive agendas. Democrats might find allies in labor unions, while Republicans align with corporate titans and gun advocates. These partnerships are symbiotic yet transactional. The support of such groups comes with the expectation that their priorities will ascend the political to-do list. In this nexus of influence, the media reign supreme as the gatekeepers of public perception. For many Americans, the narrative spun by the media crystallizes into their own truth. Since modern media thrives on conflict and sensation, politeness and subtlety lose their sheen in the race for media coverage. Politicians, therefore, adopt strategies that assure them headlines over harmony. Yet, the immense sway of interest groups and media narratives isn't irrevocable. Implementing publicly funded campaigns and ensuring complementary media access could reshape the political landscape, curbing the disproportionate clout of private interests, and fostering a platform where diverse voices compete on a more even footing. Part 3. Globalization's Impact on the Everyday American Worker As the hands of the global economy weave increasingly complex patterns, they have reshaped societies, for better and for worse. Globalization, though a harbinger of widespread prosperity, has cast a long shadow on the American workforce, shouldering its rank and file with an outsized burden. The United States economy, a colossus in the realms of innovation, particularly in software and technology, owes much of its prowess to a sterling education system. This academic infrastructure cultivates a cadre of pioneering leaders, shrewd business people, and inventive engineers who steer the nation to the forefront of various sectors. Yet, even as the economy showcases its might, the ground reality for American businesses has morphed under the weight of international competition. United States corporations find themselves in an intense rivalry with a vast array of international products and services. To stay afloat and please their shareholders, these corporations often resort to outsourcing labor across seas, investing in automation, and pruning the already waning benefits and healthcare support for their employees. In parallel, the financial landscape for the ordinary American worker bears witness to a stark imbalance. Over the span of 30 years from 1971 to 2001, wages have stagnated, showing negligible growth while living expenses have surged relentlessly. The roots of this economic standstill can be traced to the ruthless nature of global competition and the prevailing ethos of a winner-takes-all economy. Under this paradigm, it is the average worker who gambles with their livelihood, enduring the volatility of the market. Yet, when success does grace a company, the spoils are distributed in a lopsided fashion, 
often augmenting the wealth of those perched at the top. Thus, a tide of corporate profits rarely lifts all boats. Instead, it swells the fortunes of an affluent few, leaving the everyday worker to navigate choppy economic waters with the same aged paddle. Part 4. Creating an Equitable Economic Playing Field in America The spirit of enterprise courses through America's veins. The country's ethos embraces risk-taking and valorizes the concept that with enough toil and moral fiber, prosperity is within anyone's grasp. It is this very commitment to industriousness that underpins the belief that full-time work should translate to a decent living enough to sustain a family. Yet this noble principle falls short in today's reality for the average worker. Over recent decades, a troubling trend has emerged. The divide between the elite and the common worker has widened. The wealthiest 1% continue to accumulate riches, whereas the typical American worker struggles to stay afloat amid the monthly ebb and flow of expenses. In the midst of this disparity, there exist political cries for corporate tax reductions and tax policies that seemingly cater to the richest sliver of society, at times coupled with proposals to cut the very social security and healthcare systems that bolster the broader population. Such measures serve to exacerbate a glaring oversight, the principle that those reaping the greatest rewards from the economy should equally share in its duties and responsibilities. They overlook the foundational pact of capitalism, which hinges on popular consent and the equitable distribution of both its fruits and its perils. In an ownership society, the term itself laced with implications of exclusivity, the leveling scales of shared economic opportunity tilt precariously. To mend the breach, America must look to a social security and tax framework that redistributes not just wealth, but opportunity, ensuring that the economic voyage of the nation is a collective endeavor, with risks and rewards dispersed among the many rather than hoarded by a privileged few. Part 5. Faith as a Compass in America's Vibrant and Diverse Landscape In the vast mosaic of American society, the guiding principles of law and morality have roots entwined with the Judeo-Christian moral tradition. History's pages are adorned with the narratives of great American reformers whose faith-inspired language became the battle cry for justice and change. In contemporary America, the demographic tapestry has evolved into a rich fabric of multiple faiths and philosophies that includes atheists and agnostics alike. This diverse blend calls for a nuanced understanding of the role faith plays within the nation's social fabric. Indeed, identifying and discussing the place of faith in public life becomes a matter of great import in such a kaleidoscope of beliefs. Engaging in politics, we find ourselves at an intersection where reason and faith offer varied paths of thinking. To communicate effectively across this varied populace, arguments must be anchored in principles that resonate universally, transcending individual religious doctrines. Yet, amidst this dialogue of diversity, the core virtues imparted by religion, integrity, empathy, and self-discipline remain deeply woven into the American ethos. They are the shared values that bind, regardless of creed. For many, faith bestows a sense of greater purpose, a compass in navigating the tumult of life. 
Absent this spiritual anchor, it's not unheard of for individuals to drift into moral quandaries, evidenced by tragedies such as gang violence. At the heart of resolving some of America's most daunting challenges are its religious institutions, churches and synagogues, mosques and temples. These beacons of community serve society well beyond their spiritual mandates. They underwrite daycare centers, care for the elderly, animate advocacy against cuts to social assistance and widening economic divides. They remind us that life is richer when perceived through the lens of thou instead of solely I, imbuing a sense of shared responsibility and stirring the collective spirit towards common good. Part 6. Forging a Path Toward Genuine Equality in a Changing America America stands on the brink of a demographic milestone. Projections indicate that, shortly after the mid-21st century, the historical white majority will give way to a vibrant, multiracial society. This impending shift invites reflection, especially considering the skepticism often cast upon waves of Latin American immigrants today, a sentiment that echoes the past prejudices faced by newcomers from Italy, Ireland, and Eastern Europe. The nation's legacy has always been one of embracing diversity, with the foundational principle of the Constitution emphasizing equality for all citizens. The United States economic framework, in turn, professes to offer opportunities to anyone with the industrious spirit to grasp them. Indeed, strides towards equality have been significant within the past generation. Remarkable achievements include a notable reduction in black poverty and the expansion of the African-American middle class. Yet disparities persist. Black and Latino Americans seldom grace corporate boardrooms or political seats of power, and their average earnings linger at roughly 75% of their white counterparts. To breach this gap, a steadfast enforcement of non-discriminatory laws is imperative. Government intervention is necessary wherever patterns of unequal treatment in employment, housing, or financial services persist. Additionally, offering scholarships to minority students is more than an act of equity. It's an investment in the broad spectrum of talent that the technology-driven economy of the 21st century cannot afford to overlook. However, racial divides are not the sole quandary. A broader crisis of social justice afflicts working and middle-class individuals across the racial spectrum, manifesting in stagnant wages, insufficient social security, and public education systems falling short of equipping the youth with essential skills for the future. To cultivate a society where equality is not merely aspirational but attainable, America must commit to remedying these systemic injustices. This endeavor necessitates policies that fortify the foundation of social justice ensuring that opportunity and prosperity are accessible to all, not just a privileged few. Part 7. Igniting hope in struggling inner-city neighborhoods through access to education and opportunities. The plight of America's impoverished inner-city communities frequently invokes a sense of despair among much of the public. These neighborhoods are often perceived as intractable mires of societal failures a perspective that has driven some to advocate for harsher welfare policies, more stringent law enforcement, and tougher judicial measures, hoping to at least insulate the broader working society from the perceived fallout.
Yet, amid this disillusionment, there lies a path to transformation. The central issue plaguing these neighborhoods is a stark dearth of opportunity. Children born into these settings inherit a gauntlet of adversities, fractured families, subpar education systems, and limited access to healthcare. Trapped in an environment that perpetuates poverty, too many young lives veer towards teenage pregnancy and delinquency. Turning the tide begins with education, particularly for teenage girls. Empowering them to complete their high school education can significantly reduce the likelihood of early motherhood. Moreover, as many inner-city children start schooling already lagging behind their suburban peers, they require comprehensive support, access to health services, early learning programs, and guidance from mothers who understand the developmental needs of their children. Contrary to the belief that drug dealing and criminal activity are viable career paths for inner-city youth, the reality is that these are low-income traps that most would eagerly abandon for legitimate employment. The allure of an illegal livelihood diminishes when tangible, lawful opportunities knock at their door. By extending the same opportunities to inner-city residents as those available in more affluent areas, superior education options, viable job prospects, and a supportive infrastructure, a new chapter can begin for these communities. This is a promise of not only economic mobility, but of lives led with purpose and honor, transforming the face of inner cities from spaces of despair to cradles of potential and dignity. Part 8. Adapting to the Evolving American Family with Supportive Education and Parenting Programs The narrative of the American family has undergone a dramatic rewrite over the past half-century. Conversations often fixate on the supposed erosion of traditional family values, but the reality is not so much about decline as it is about change. Marriage rates have dipped, a growing number of children are raised without both biological parents, and quality time within families has become an increasingly scarce commodity. Economic pressures have reshaped the familial landscape. The once standard model of a single income supporting a household is now an exception rather than the rule. Women's entrance into the workforce en masse speaks volumes not only of strides toward gender equality, but also of a shift necessitated by the need for dual income families to keep up with escalating living costs. Against this backdrop, being an attentive and nurturing parent is increasingly challenging. Many struggle to afford quality childcare or enrichment programs, leaving them torn between providing for their children and being present for them. If America holds true to its values, it's time for policies that reinforce family structures by supporting parents in their roles. Access to early childhood education, enriched after-school activities, and summer programs should be universal, not luxuries reserved for the few. This becomes even more crucial for the children of single mothers in impoverished communities, who are at heightened risk of being ensnared by the relentless cycles of poverty. Equal access to exceptional schooling for these children is not just a matter of equity, but a pivotal move towards breaking these cycles. America's modern family may look different, but the fundamentals remain the same a nurturing environment, educational opportunity, and parental support. By fortifying these pillars through thoughtful policy, America can create a new narrative for the next generation, 
one where family values are upheld by society's commitment to equipping all families for success. Part 9. Fostering a fair and flourishing market through guided government oversight. There's a chorus that sings praises to the concept of an ownership society, the belief that the economy thrives best under conditions of minimal regulation and taxation with a pared-back government presence. This vision, championed by many conservatives, envisions an unfettered free market as the golden route to prosperity. Yet, this hands-off approach can drive a wedge deep into the fabric of American life. It risks cultivating an environment where an affluent knowledge class accrues a disproportionate share of wealth, simultaneously leaving the majority to grapple with stagnating wages and dwindling prospects. The enchanted notion that a liberated market is self-regulating, a sort of economic alchemy, is flawed. It veers towards cementing a society stratified by birthright wealth. This ownership society philosophy overlooks the historical reality. A functional free market is the end product of relentless tweaking, with the government delicately balancing the scales of fairness and efficiency. Moreover, this view disregards the foundational American principle of opportunity, the cherished idea that success should be attainable through merits, unchained from the circumstances of one's birth. True opportunity can only manifest in a market moderated by governmental oversight, ensuring equitable slices of the economic pie for all. It's this equitable access to possibilities that underpins a truly robust market. Echoing the government's critical interventions post-1929 financial collapse, there remains an imperative role for government to play in realigning the market when disparities loom too large. Such oversight isn't about stifling the market, it's about sculpting an arena where every citizen can authentically engage, contribute, and benefit from the collective economic vitality. Part 10. Investing in education and innovation is the key to America's competitive edge. In an era where global economic competition is fiercer than ever, the road to American prosperity isn't found in cost-cutting measures or erecting trade barriers. Instead, the focus should be on nurturing a dynamic free market, the breeding ground for enterprises that innovate and excel. For the market to truly sparkle with innovation, the government's role is to provide a robust base upon which businesses can thrive, to build the necessary infrastructure and foster a populace that is not only well-educated, but also positioned to climb the success ladder on their own accord. It's this spirit of social mobility that powers a vibrant economy. Today's reality, however, is that social mobility is tightly interwoven with access to top-tier education, which, in America, is falling short. Besieged with soaring dropout rates and escalating college fees, the educational system is stumbling, particularly in desperate inner-city schools. Legislative actions have compounded these issues, making it increasingly difficult and costly for students to pursue higher education. Consequently, the educated elite often chase high-paying jobs to mitigate debts, and tragically, it's the inner-city schools that lack these vital, passionate educators. Similarly, the pipeline for engineers and researchers, visionaries of tomorrow's breakthroughs, is running dry. America's quest for competitiveness demands a renaissance in its educational landscape, 
More engineers and exemplary teachers are the bedrock of innovation, not an abundance of attorneys. To birth the next Google-level success story, it's imperative for America to funnel resources into its educational institutions, champion research funding, and cultivate a new generation of scientists and engineers. Only through such investments can America secure its status as a trailblazer on the global stage. Part 11. Securing America's future with a commitment to renewable energy and efficiency. America's heavy reliance on foreign oil presents a double-edged sword, casting a shadow over the nation's economic prospects and posing a stark threat to national security. With a mere 3% hold on the world's oil reserves yet consuming a quarter of its output, the imbalance is striking and risky. The demand for oil is surging globally, while supply disruptions become increasingly common, leaving an oil-dependent economy on shaky ground. Furthermore, the constantly looming shadow of terrorism means that attacks on oil fields anywhere in the world can ripple back, with dire consequences for America. Beyond the issue of security and economic stability, the fiscal outflow is staggering. From the daily $800 million America spends on importing oil, a significant portion ends up nurturing regimes marked by instability and questionable international conduct. Despite oil companies basking in unprecedented profits, past government strategies have misguidedly provided them with subsidies, overlooking the pivotal need to invest in clean, sustainable energy sources fitting for the 21st century. Moreover, the United States lags behind in terms of fuel efficiency. Surprisingly, even China has surpassed U.S. standards, calling into question why American automakers have been sluggish to pivot towards more fuel-efficient models. Elevating fuel efficiency standards, together with channeling investments into alternative energy sources, doesn't just fortify energy independence. It's a catalyst for economic revitalization. Such initiatives promise to unlock thousands of new jobs within U.S. borders and spearhead budding industries tailored for the 21st century, positioning America at the vanguard of a greener, more self-reliant tomorrow. Part 12. Charting a path for American foreign policy in an era of ideological conflict and multilateral solutions. Gone are the days when American foreign policy hinged on the formidable military presence of adversaries like the Soviet Union. Instead, the landscape of modern threats has shifted to nebulous networks of militant organizations and global terrorist groups. In response to the seismic events of September 11th, the United States had an opportunity to redraw its foreign policy blueprint completely. However, it reached back into the Cold War playbook, replacing the Soviet giant with less powerful, though no less troublesome, nations such as Iraq. The decision to wage war in Iraq has come at a steep cost, not only in terms of military spending and lives lost, but also in fanning the flames of anti-American sentiment worldwide. The pivotal battleground of the 21st century is not defined by geopolitical borders, but by the more elusive terrain of ideologies. America now finds itself in a battle of ideas, tasked with championing the values of democracy and liberty against opposing creeds. This is not a war to be won with bombs and troops. History teaches that democracy flourishes from within, emerging through social evolution 
rather than imposition. For America to convincingly advocate for human rights and democracy abroad, it must mirror those principles domestically, ensuring its own practices are beyond reproach. Struggling to uphold human rights while detaining suspects indefinitely without trial weakens America's standing to lead this charge. When military engagement is unavoidable, the United States should pivot towards multilateral interventions rather than going it alone, as was successfully demonstrated in the first Gulf War. Collaborative action not only softens perceptions of American imperialism, but also distributes both the financial and diplomatic burdens more evenly among allies. As America steps into the fray of global ideological warfare, its strategy must intertwine the potency of its example at home with the diplomacy of collective action abroad, securing a safer and more respected position on the world stage. Final summary. At the heart of The Audacity of Hope, is the conviction that the values held dear by Americans are not only their common ground but also the very compass that can guide the nation towards greater social equity, a resilient economy, and an effective foreign policy for the modern world. Where does America stand and what challenges does it face? The values weaving the American fabric are enshrined in the wisdom of the founding fathers, yet today, America grapples with a deficit of empathy. Political forces are being swayed by financial muscle, vested interests, and the pervasive influence of the media. Workers are shouldering the burdens of globalization without sufficient support. How can a focus on equality and social justice lead to solutions? A redesigned social security and tax system can ensure a fair distribution of risk and rewards across society. In the diverse tapestry of American life, Faith can be a unifying force in addressing critical societal issues. Legal equality, educational scholarships and prioritizing social justice can pave the way to genuine parity. Addressing the systemic issues in underprivileged urban areas requires educational reforms and equalizing opportunities. As family structures evolve, America needs to augment educational programs and reinforce parental support. What economic and policy shifts can rejuvenate America and shape a new era of foreign policy? A truly dynamic free market is sustained by equitable regulation that ensures equal opportunities. Competitiveness on the global stage calls for substantial investments in education, science, and technology. Energy independence can be achieved by committing to alternative energy sources and promoting fuel efficiency. In a world where ideological conflicts dominate, American foreign policy should hinge on multilateral cooperation rather than isolated efforts. In conclusion, the audacity of hope offers a vision where principled action, attunement to shared values, and a collective pursuit of equity can create a more just and thriving America, both domestically and as a participant in the global community. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot.
Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.